Thanks for listening to the Campus Collective Podcast. As always, we pray that this resource is a helpful supplement for you as a follower of Jesus and as an active member in your local church. We love God's design for His church, and we believe that this resource could never substitute the incredible things that come from active involvement with a community of believers. Campus Collective is a ministry of Huntington Community Church. To learn more, visit our website at HuntingtonCommunityChurch.com. Hello and welcome back to our podcast series, 95 Meditations Through Colossians with Camps Collective. I'm your host today, as usual, Andrew Callahan. I'm here once again on this fine Tuesday with Tyler Corbin. What's up, Tyler? How are you? What do you got to share with us today for this podcast series? I am doing really good. I'm excited to get into this truth. It's um, Truth or Meditation 67, and what I've titled it for today is, As Forgiven People, We Must To Forgive. So I'm just going to go ahead and read um, 13. And so it says, Bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. So I'm going to kind of take some time on the first part, where it just kind of says, bearing with one another. And right before that, in verse 12, right before it says bearing with one another, it says the word patience. And I think that those two kind of go um, hand in hand. Um, But when it's talking about bearing with one another, obviously we talk about like the word bearing when we talk about bearing burdens, but also I think this means just bearing with another one another and like tolerating one another because there is often a need for that amongst um, Christian brothers and sisters. And what this isn't talking about though is just tolerating sin. Um, it does, I think, where it talks about bearing with one another, it's referring to unity amongst amongst the church body, but um, definitely not tolerating sin, and Paul exemplifies that by not tolerating false teaching amongst the believers, um, and he spends plenty of time in his letters talking about that and condemning all kinds of sin and things that are happening in the church. So obviously, it doesn't mean we just tolerate anything that's going on, but we should seek unity with everyone within our um, body of believers. And um, then continuing from that, it says right after that, if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And so, um, I think if we're even slightly going to be able to grasp um, the first part of that where it talks about, as the Lord has forgiven you, um, so you also must forgive. I think that in order for us to get that, I think it's important to understand how much we've been forgiven mm-hmm. from the Lord and um, just to kind of see that and seeing ourselves as adulterous people who continually choose other things and continually purposely choose sin instead of God or choose to worship other things, um, yet He is always always ready to forgive us when we come to Him and, and confess those things, and no matter how like crazy the thing is that we do against Him. And so, uh, but also when I read that, other things come to mind that I think kind of helps with the second part where it talks about us also, because of how much we've been forgiven, that we also forgive. And two things come to mind to me, and uh, two stories from the Gospel of Luke and Matthew. And so the first one from the Gospel of Luke um, is in Luke chapter 7, um, verses 41 through 43. And so it says this, um, A certain money lender had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, The one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he, Jesus, said to him, You've judged rightly. 
So, I mean, obviously from that story we just see, and obviously there's context of that that I didn't get into, but in that we're seeing that the bigger the debt is that's forgiven, the more grateful we should be and the more thankful we should be um, in responding to that. And um, then the other that came to mind, which I think ties into that and the passage that we're reading is from Matthew chapter 18, verses 23 through 35. Um, And so this is what what that says. Um, This is after... Peter's asking Jesus, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And he says, as many as seven times. And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. And so then this is um, the parable that Jesus tells to Peter to kind of explain this further. And he says, therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with the servants who he began to settle. One was brought to him who owed 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave the debt. But when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went to put him in prison until he should pay the debt. And when his fellow servants saw what what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you pleaded with me, and should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all of his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. I just think that gives the a really long passage, but a really good one in terms of referencing back to this um, forgiveness that we're supposed to have for our brothers because of how grateful we are for the forgiveness that we've been given for our enormous debt that we owed. Um, And it's not supposed to be something that we just are forced to do so we forgive because otherwise we're going to be punished by, from that story, the master if we don't do it from a good heart. But um, we should be so full of joy and gratefulness and thanksgiving from our own debt being forgiven, that we are ready to forgive any amount of debt that somebody else owes us or any wrongdoing somebody's done. Yeah, you know, I think that also what we see here in this text, it says, uh, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. So not only because the Lord has forgiven you, must you forgive, but in the same manner in which the Lord has forgiven you, you must forgive. So this means you should, like, just as the Lord has forgiven you freely, uh, without merit, of his own grace, his own mercy. So also, that's the manner in which we also must forgive each other. We can't demand of each other uh, that they make things right, per se, although that is sometimes necessary for reconciliation. We can't demand that the other person earn your forgiveness. It simply says that in a Christian community, we must forgive one another in the same way in which Christ has forgiven us, which means that we didn't we didn't deserve it, right? And so that we shouldn't make our brothers and sisters earn our forgiveness as though... Uh, we are ourselves better than God, who has forgiven us of his own grace, not of any merit of our own, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly um, what, yeah, I mean, exactly what you said is exactly what I think we need to take away from this in application for our own relationships um, within our local bodies and amongst our um, brothers and sisters that uh, maybe we feel wronged about. Because another part of that also is where it says in, at the uh, beginning of 13, if one has a complaint against another. So the first step of this is if you do have something against somebody, 
actually bringing it to them instead of just holding it in also because some you can't be forgiven or you can't forgive somebody if you don't have any knowledge of of the hurt that's there so i think it's another thing to keep in mind with everything that you just said i think that if we're able to apply that well um i think it's going to what we're about to talk about um is binding everything together in perfect harmony and i think that that's a good starting place for for coming to a place of perfect harmony through loving each other yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Tyler, for what you shared today on the podcast. I'll kind of end us with a little bit of an admonition. I think that uh, when we look at this passage here in Colossians, what we see is not simply a list of virtues that are to be uh, applied in sort of an individual context, but this is a list of things which are to be employed in a community. We cannot forgive individualistically. I can't possess forgiveness as a virtue absent of being in community. Uh, I can't bear with one another as a virtue. This is something we do in relation to each other. And so let's let this sort of characterize our own fellowship, our own uh, membership with our own church family as we belong to one another. This is what has to characterize us. We have to bear with one another in patience. We have to forgive one another as the Lord has forgiven us. And we have to uh, bring complaints to each other that we may be forgiven or that we may forgive to begin with. You know, I think that the world, a lot of uh, our relationships in the world, the human instinct is simply, uh, you've wronged me too many times, you know, fool me once kind of thing, we're done. Uh, and while there are some times that relationships do need to be sort of terminated or distance needs to be added, uh, our relationships in the church should look different. We ought to bear one, bear with one another in forgiveness and patience. So uh, let's do that with each other. And I, I thank you for tuning into the podcast today. And I hope you'll join us tomorrow as we continue through our series, 95 Meditations Through Colossians.